0: By the QCCS Mackay Cutters. Hi everyone, welcome to QCCS Mackay Cutters Change the Game Vodcast Podcast. Uh, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Barra people of the Koylan Nation, and pay our respects to those past, present, and emerging. Today we're joined by new IC, uh, and I think it's, the name's changing to our Host Plus Cup uh, head coach, Dave Elliott from Makai Cutters. Welcome Dave.
1: Thanks mate. Thanks for having me. This is a new experience so looking forward to it.
0: Yeah so am I. So today our conversation is around character matters um, and we're going to talk more um, on individuals through that and then how that connects into team culture Mm -hmm. more importantly and you know, it's probably one thing that we will look to implement here at the cutters with your um with you coming on board and all the new staff are bringing in um you know understanding that you know we don't want to be where we are currently in the latter position of the table um, of um for especially the ic group and we want to start improving and i think to improve we need to look at um how we're going to take our culture forward and um, part of that is bringing people in like yourself. So um, why does character matter?
1: Look, it's, uh, it's a very open-ended question, isn't it, mate? Um, um, but it's something that I, I believe really strongly in. Um, I think that culture matters because, um, you know, regardless of when or where or success or, um, or not, um, it stands the test of time, um, and and you certainly can't you can't fake character. Um, I was reading a, a book not so long ago. It just spoke about um, you know situational character, mm-hmm. and you know and and that sort of comes through when you're um, perhaps winning in a winning culture. You know you're you're on board, you're ready to go, you're turning up. You know you're positive, you're working hard. Um, And then conversely, there's, you know, situational character when you, when you're in a situation where, you know, you might be losing more than you're winning, um, or, or losing a lot of games. And, you know, in that time, you know, your character again, um, is quite the opposite. Um, you know, you'll be kicking cans, um, you know, probably not putting in as much as you want, um, Perhaps pointing the finger at others instead of pointing it at yourself. So, um, you certainly want people, you know, in an administration, um, blokes that are playing for you, um, women that are playing for us here at the Cutters, that you know bring the right kind of character, a strong character, um, because you can't fake it, uh, and you'll quickly get found out in you know professional, semi-professional sport as to whether or not your character is worth while having around.
0: Yeah, great. So it's pretty timely, Um, I think, this conversation, because we're about to revisit our club values uh, Mm. and behaviours and how they all relate to us as individuals and then who we want to be as a club. So we're we're about to jump into that, and um, part of that will be looking at our values and behaviours. So let's talk a little bit of how they connect to character, values and behaviours, and then furthermore, how that also connects to the broader culture
1: yeah uh look uh, you know I guess we all have um, you know through our upbringing um, from when we were kids um, you know certain values and, and behaviors that you know are instilled in us from our our parents um, might have been you know a coach teachers um, you know schools that we attended um, over a long period of time and they're um, inherently just you know, bubbling along and you, and you don't quite know it until you till You get to that point in your life where you sort of start thinking, well, what do I What do I stand for? What things do matter to me? Um, for a lot of people, it's significant events that have happened in their lives. It might be having children and, and sort of going, all right, well, you know, what do I want them to be? Um, so I guess, you know, those sorts of values, you know, everyone has them. Um, for some people, there's not, you know, we sort of look at it and go, all right, well, we want to be honest, hardworking. Um, you know, might be um, someone that, you know, you want around. Um, but we sort of never really think about it. But there are, you know, people out there that, you know, being dishonest is okay. Um, sitting around and doing nothing and, and not working for anything is okay. Um, we sort of just, I guess you, you're around those kinds of people that, um, you sort of gather together and and in this sort of organization and this um world that we're we're sort of operating in you, you don 't come across that very very much um so i get you know i guess everyone sort of has different values um different behaviors um and and those behaviors i guess are you know you would like to think reflect those values um you know, about a decade ago, I sort of sat down and and felt that, you know, probably that point in my life that, um, you know, I wanted to really think about what what mine were and what I stood for and what I wanted, um, you know, teams that I was coaching to stand for, uh, because I thought the lines were getting very blurred um, at that point in time. And and we had had a little bit of success, but we hadn't reached the um, pinnacle of where we wanted to be, and I thought that that was something that would get us across the line, and it, and it ended up doing that. Um, you know, now that I can sit back and look at it, um, and yeah, I think um, those two things certainly the values lead leading into behaviours, um, and you know we get it wrong. You know, no one's perfect. Sometimes you know you'll you'll trip and you'll stumble and you'll and you'll mess something up. Um, but it's being able to go back and reflect on it and and learn from that um learn and then from failure. yeah learn from failure um uh, again i've got a, another book you know mistakes worth making um talks about that you know f- failure is absolutely a learning experience and it's and it's what what you know we make it and how we interpret that you know some people think failure is you know the end of the world um, but it's not it's just another learning opportunity um so you know you use it in that manner, and those car- sorry that those values and behaviors ultimately form character
0: mm-hmm. well let's go back um <coughs> you know you talked about that decade when you were self reflected uh what did you reflect on and what came out of that reflection
1: um look i i've been a school teacher for a long time um um still am. Um in some regards um so working with young people in particular like i, I just saw um you know where those things you know that I felt should matter, like being honest and mm-hmm. uh if you say you're gonna meet someone somewhere, then that's what you do um you know just just being reliable um you know if you if you call someone you know someone calls you, you call them back or someone flicks you a text, you know, you text them back. <laughs> so I found that um, uh, I was coaching an A-grade team at the time, but they were, you know, they were all fairly young. They were 20s, um, that sort of stuff, early 20s. And I and I was just sort of thinking, um, these blokes don't do this. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, I wasn't too sure, like, if it was... You know, just that generation, um, you know, maybe I was way off the mark, so I guess it just sort of reevaluated everything that I was thinking and doing um and then a couple of couple of life events I know we spoke about this in in the interview for this job now um, you know that happened that also really made me reevaluate what was important and and sort of question you know whether or not footy footy was that important. Uh, because it is just a game um, and, you know, lots of people are going through lots of different, you know, things in life that are, you know, you know a lot more serious than playing a game of footy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess the culmination of those sorts of things um, and we'd um, sort of gone to, you know, in terms of the, the footy side of it, we'd gone to a couple of grand finals back to back and lost you know, and you're looking for an edge. Um, you know, I brought this book up, um, it was around that same period as well. What's the book? Um uh, so the book is um Score Takes Care of Itself. Um Bill Wash, he's a very um famous NFL coach uh through a period of the forty ers after coming out of a very unsuccessful period. Um he went and took that franchise to one of the most successful periods in time. Mm-hmm. Um but Yeah, so it was those, a combination of those. um, I like to read, reading that stuff. Um, Yeah, so that just sort of formulated a a path, I guess, um, for myself, for a journey to to sort of start thinking, all right, well, what do I really want to do as a coach, as a mentor? Um, You know, will this, you know, make a change? Will it make an impact on the current group that I have? um and you know other things like your it's no secret you know um you know nrl clubs like the storm they always talk about that sort of stuff um the all blacks um you know legacy that sort of stuff is um is all built around character so yeah. that's that's sort of where that that whole pathway in the next 10 years of my coaching um sort of was shaped by
0: and then um, I haven't read the book myself, but I will now. Um, but I'm assuming by the title, the it talks probably n- not about re- uh, worrying about the outcome and more about the process. Mm. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, pretty much, mate. Like, and we always think about it, um, you know, and you hear it all the time. Like, it's hard, I guess, in in you know, professional, semi-professional sport and that sort of stuff. But um, you know, it goes into a you know a lot more depth. Um, yes, it's it is about the process. Um, but it's certainly certainly around that concept of character um and people and caring for people and caring for your organization um and that sort of stuff leading into um you know being genuine ownership ownership um yeah and and that that sort of sense of um you know belief in what we are doing and belief in Um, you know, positive culture and and performance, then that leads to on-field performance.
0: Yeah. I think it was a period in time for me, you know, growing up, I think it was around university time and I started to realise you know, the behaviours, my behaviours really important to my values and that link Mm. and then the further link was the habits that I would Mm. do every single day um, connected to the behaviours that I wanted to lead. So, yeah, yeah i'm I'm big on the ha- my daily habits that um you know lead to my values how do habits relate with you in in your role as a coach and then um furthermore to mm. the players
1: yeah another another good question mate there there's actually have you read a book atomic Habits yes yeah so i'm I'm part of the way through that um so that doesn't surprise me that you've read that. Um, my sister gave it to me actually because she's a um, a principal or deputy principal and was putting that out to her staff. So I'm a massive fan of habits as well, um, and it's you know those little things that you do, and it would you know might not seem like a hell of a lot to anyone else, um, but just that that ritual and the and the habit of you know doing your daily routines and um, you know freeing up. You know the space to you know um look at things that that you really need to have a look at um and you know I am a very uh, and when I read that book or reading that book, I am a very habitual person, like most of us are we just don't really think about it we we go through daily routines and daily habits just like that, so um you know. You know, for our guys, you know, leading into um, a new season, like I think that'll be really important. Like we always talk about preparation and the and the um and the importance of preparation and those habitual routines of game day and that sort of stuff. But you know, it needs to make you know make sure that it's just who you are as a person. Mm. Um, and I guess those sorts of things, like um, you know, your habits, your values, your character is is just what you do and who you are and then you're sort of giving yourself an opportunity to actually realise your potential
0: yeah and that self-awareness that goes with that it was a big thing for me being self-aware of Mm. what you're doing and what you're not doing
1: yeah yeah absolutely because it again people just you know and I, I did it we all probably did it until some point you know you're just cruising through life getting through it you know turning up having a good time having a good time doing what you do and then yes, that something happens, some life-changing event, um, whether it be you know good, bad, or ugly, something happens that you start to think, all right, well, um, what is the bigger picture? Um, yeah. And then and then you start to think about this sort of stuff. Mm. Up until that point, it's just a, it's just a ride, you're cruising.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Questions start coming up. And you're trying to search for that answer and um yeah sometimes you might have to go through some hard hard periods to to find that answer too
1: yeah absolutely absolutely um as i said those, those few things that really rocked my world at that point in, in my life um you know just it did it helped shape me and helped me think about well you know what do i really want to do
0: yeah what's important
1: yeah what is important mm.
0: Um, I've got a, a little quote that I like to uh, reflect on too, is you can't motivate people you don't know. Yep. Um, does that
1: resonate with you at all? Um, I've never heard it. Um, I quite like it, actually. Um, look, I've always sort of prescribed to, um, you know, you've got to care. Mm-hmm. You've got to care about people. You've got to care about, um, you know, those that are obviously close to you. Um, and that that's quite that's quite natural for a lot of people, you know, family, friends, um, you know, you care about those people. Um, but within an organization, um, within a team, you uh, you you've got to care about people. Um, and if you don't, then, you know, you don't you don't know them enough to to work with them, to motivate them, to, you know, get them to actually realize um, the potential in themselves, um, which I think is a massive thing about. Um, coaching, um, you know, footy teams in our in our sort of perspective, but care enough about them to know, you know, what's going on in their world, um, how they tick, and you know, using that for a better word to yeah, to get them to what where they want to be and actually realizing um, the potential because most have more potential than they think.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, building relationships. Uh, I think is a key for you know roles like you know you're in yeah. um, as as a head coach and with the players that you're coaching the team. But furthermore, probably you know their family, mm. um, their kids, you know, understanding how how players tick.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. And that's probably you know one of the things that you know you look back and you reflect upon now um, the relationships um, that I was able to to form as a school teacher, um, as a, as a footy coach, um, is something that's just sort of been something I've always been good at, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, you know, being able to connect with probably, you know, an unconnectable, um, young person, um, that is, you know, might go off the absolute rails for, for someone, um, you know I've I've, always been sort of been able to to have a good relationship with um
0: why do you think that is
1: oh I don't know mate. I I think I'm a a really good listener it'd be it's amazing what I said this to my wife recently actually um it's amazing what people will come and tell me um for no particular reason and not knowing them much at all Mm -hmm. Um, whether that's, I don't know, the way I come across or, or the fact that I am, you know, willing to listen, um, to others, like I've, um, sort of had some very, you know, not awkward, but just strange conversations where people will actually, um, let me know some pretty intimate details about certain, you know, content matter, yeah and then sort of finish that conversation and say hey, I don't even know why I really told you that um but I, it just seems to be um something I've been been you know good at um since uh my late teens I guess um early 20s that sort of stuff so um and now I, I you know I I do see that as a real strength um you know being able to connect and talk um, to people from from all walks of life. Um, and, you know, I guess that I've, in all the footy teams that I've ever coached, like just, again, going back to that genuine care for for them, first of all, and then, you know, worrying about the footy um, later.
0: Yeah. So uh, we've commenced pre-season uh, here at the Cutters, heading into season 2022. What are some important... Um, Areas or you know, for individually um, to get the guys to come together and create, you, create the culture that you want for the club?
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I think it's probably, again, getting back to what we've just sort of spoken about a fair bit, just getting to know the individual. Um, and certainly, um, you know, making sure that they understand that they need to get to know each other. Um, and that's really important and you know that does take time it it does take you know it, again um, a certain amount of care like the, there'll be some blokes in here that won't know each other um, and we've got to make sure that you know very very quickly um, that we, we become a team that um, you know bonds um, very quickly um, so getting to know the individuals is really important and, and I intend to Um, you know, encourage that within, you know, amongst the group and, and sort of getting them to do a little bit of homework about their teammates and, you know, what matters to them and their, their broader, um, family and and where they're from and so forth. Um, you know, and then just allowing that to, I guess, bubble away and, and putting some time back into, all right, well, as individuals now we need to become a collective group, um, and on top of that, like I, I was, I went for a run this morning. I know you like running, mate. So I went for a run this morning. It's, I haven't done it for quite a while. Um, so it was a bit hard, actually. Uh, but just on my run, you know, you get time to think and you gotta, you get a bit of clarity. Uh, so I was just sort of thinking about, you know, um, I like metaphors and, and catchphrases and, and that sort of stuff. So this morning I was thinking about, you know, the Mackay community. Um, and, and our position within that and, you know, our position as a, as a sporting um, organisation within the community. But I, I just really like the idea of um, something like, you know, our community, um, our people or our town, our people, our club. Um, so just having that broader sense of, you know, what we're actually doing here. Um, why we're here and having a sense of pride in in what we do and who we represent, I think, is also really important um, as a team um, within a within a regional community, and, um,
0: and how that connects.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. How that connects to to our community, um, you know, is really impor- really important to me, and and to make sure that we do do that in um, in the upcoming season.
0: Yeah, sure is. Um, let's keep on the theme of individuals Uh, so individuals make up a team uh, Mm. in a club and it's important to have a lot of different individuals part of a team you know everyone can't be the the same Mm. type of person and you're going to have different characters so just take us through a little bit of um, some of your teams that you have coached and you don't have to Mm. name names but you know give us a, a you know a little bit of background on the different types of characters you've had in teams and
1: yeah, look, it's, um, for a long period of time, uh, yeah, you, you do, you certainly have different characters and, and you want that, you hundred percent want that within a team. Otherwise it becomes very dull, very boring. Um, so, uh, you know, certainly going back to what we sort of started with, with, um, you know, character does matter, um you know that's always at the forefront of of you know what we've been doing recently anyway looking at um you know players that that are good people that have the right um you know belief system and, and values that that we want here at the club but at the same time you know the individual you just you want to embrace that um you know let them be the person that they are um let them feel confident that they can be that person and again i, I think you're a much better chance of you know actually allowing them to reach somewhere near their potential um you know and just making sure that you have you know as a group then um you know an understanding for who that individual is and you know they may not be you know someone that perhaps you would hang out with outside of um you know the the walls of what is the cutters um but certainly that they bring value to to the team. Um and at the end of the day, you know, that's that's what we're all about. You want to bring value to the team. And if we have a collective of whatever it is, thirty thirty individuals that that represent us on the field, um and then, you know, certainly I'm a I'm a big believer in um you know, that's just one part of of our organization. Um there's yourself mate. Um, you know there's all everyone sitting downstairs here um that you know bring that same sort of um, uniqueness um to um, the cutters as a as an organization and brand and and that in itself too needs to be also you know something that we we foster and we you know we care about and we help develop like um yeah the people the people within an organization and you know everyone within that organization um certainly matter and can bring their own unique strengths to to helping us you know go and and achieve what we want to achieve yeah
0: great and I think it's important further to that is that we celebrate those strengths um mm. yeah and especially those individuals in, that we're discussing um you know it might be different in ways, but you know they're celebrated
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we look after that too, man. I, just going back to uh, one of the stories. This was quite some time ago. Um there was this um young bloke. He was only a young fella at the time. Um he he had a very very um healthy um opinion of himself. Um to the point that it was almost Sort of unhealthy. Like he, he genuinely saw himself as a, as a NRL player, mm-hmm. um, despite not really playing the game for that long, or um, you know, n- not really having any of the the attributes you were actually looking for um, as an NRL player. But he, he had this unshakable um, confidence and belief in himself that he was he was going places, um, and. Um I just I remember um talking to the players and that like it was to the point where they were just like, you know, is this is this is this guy serious? Um and it, and then yeah, it got to the point where we just sort of had to sit down and say, Look, you know, he's part of us. He is he's part of our our club. Um he, he didn't play A grade not one game for us. <laughs> um, but he was still a part of our club and our and our people and and you know, we just sort of said, Look, yeah, you know, we need to look after him. Mm. Let's not push him, let's not like ostracize him, let's not embrace push it. Yeah, push him out the back. Let's let's just embrace it and, you know, for what it is. Um, you know, he'll come to that realization that, you know, he's he's not going to the N R L. Um but until that point then you know, we need to make sure that we look after him. Um, so
0: create that environment that does.
1: Yeah, it's very easy to to push push people aside and ostracize people, and and you know, I'm sure people do it all the time. Well, you know, young kids at school do it all the time. But it's, I think it's a true sense of who you are and your and your character to to go against what what most probably would do, and instead of pushing away, you know embrace and bring them in closer um you know shows a a true reflection of of who you are and what your character actually is
0: yeah great uh i brought up environment um before and i think it's it's part of um you know developing the the culture of the club and the environment we create will will foster that um and let's go through care as well um and support so, you know, those you know, three things, having an environment of care and support is important to us as the cutters. So for for you and for me and for everyone else in the club, how, how are we doing that um, day-to-day, big picture?
1: Um, how are we caring?
0: Yeah, how do we create that environment of care and support?
1: Um, I think you just need to, for me anyway... Um, you know and no, i could be i could be wrong <laughs> okay. um look I, I think it's just getting to know people that that's probably the most important thing um you know having having those um uh, uh time wasting conversations that was a, a in my previous job um back in townsville um they actually put a name to you know just those time wasting conversations that people Um, think is actually a waste of time but it's actually not um they're important yeah they are important though those incidental conversations that you know you might have on the run um that that might seem like they are wasting your time their time and so forth but it's actually it's actually connecting with people um and making that time and and having those conversations that uh you know you let people into you know, your world, um, because it's always, it's very easy to to turn up um, to work and and be a certain way and and leave everything else um, outside of that. Uh, But the more conversations I think you can have um, and, you know, genuine conversations, not just the lip service, um, you know, but what's actually going on in in your world outside of you know coming in here um to the cutters i think is is really important and taking that time um you know and when you when you can do that you know then people feel more comfortable people feel like they can actually have honest conversations um you know and reach out and get that support perhaps if needed Um, because you know when you when you do care about someone you know enough then then helping and supporting is, is not a, it's not a burden. It's not a hassle. It's just something that you want to do. Um, one of the things that, that, um, I sort of try and live by now. And, and one of the, the values that, that I've used over the last near decade is, and and you would know this yourself, mate, from, from our um, previous chats is, um, you know, give more, take less. And I think, um, you know, when it got to a point where it seemed like to me anyway that it was, you know, what's in it for me? Um, um, you know, I'm going to take this instead of, you know, being able to give and and time is, I think, you know, as we get older and, and more things on our plate, like, um, to give more time is probably, you know, one of those things that you can undervalue yeah. um, and, you know, whether that be, giving more time in conversations or giving more, you know, time to help and support and assist, um, in times of need or, or, or not anything at all. Um, I think is also really important, but, um, just that concept of being able to give with, without ever really expecting anything in return. I think that's also uh, a really important part of it. You know, over quite a long period of time it's you know i'll i've come across a lot of oh yeah no worries i'll give you a hand but what's in it for me well nothing like Mm. you shouldn't well I, i don't believe anyway that you should be all right well i'll help you but you know give me something or you know you need to you need to pay that back at some point like like no you just you just do it because that's what you want to do Mm. um and yeah i think again as you get maybe i'm starting to sound a little bit old now i guess i am getting older but um you know just taking a sense of satisfaction in the fact that you're helping someone with without um ever really needing anything in return um is i guess the bigger picture broader picture and, and that sort of stuff so I think if we're we're sort of doing that here at the Cutters and and making the time to get to know people and you know that starts here within our organisation, but again the the broader community and and feeling like um you know making time for for that part which is really important for us here at the Cutters. Uh, I think that's really important as uh, we get to to meet people and 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 hopefully um, you know people continue to come and we get more people and, and, and I'd love to see um, you know the NRL game um, that we had here a few times like that that side of the the hill was you know chock-a-block mm, it was great didn't it yeah it did look great and that, that would be the ultimate goal um, for me anyway um, so we'll see how we go uh, what's
0: further talk about the difficult conversations then that you you know you're a school teacher we'll go into that a little bit later but um you know you you would have these difficult conversations as a school teacher as a coach um with students and players Mm. at times um and sometimes they go well sometimes they don't go well and um knowing that these relationships are a really important ingredient to having these Mm. um, difficult conversations but can you reflect on any or take us into some of these conversations you've had and um you know, did they go well did they not go well
1: um i i have never really had a bad one okay. uh to be honest with you um look there as a as a coach you know from that perspective because um, 'cause I've had a lot of conversations that are totally not anything to do with footy um and again that comes back to the relationship with your players, but as a coach, I guess one of the the things that you hate doing is leaving out blokes that that probably deserve to be there um you know particularly um you know the recent um year that we had um up at the Blackhawks that I was coaching like leaving blokes out of grand final teams um that's that's probably one of the most difficult things you have to do as a coach like the the week to week and round around um I, I think you know, that's that's not so bad, um, but the big ones, um, they're some of the difficult conversations that you need to have. But, you know, I, I think it always comes back to, um, you know, again, just what you're fostering within your organization, within your team. Um, and, you know, a, another one of those the things that I certainly live by is just having those honest, you know, relationships, honest conversations and you can't well I haven't had one yet that's gone wrong um, as long as it's done within you know uh, with a certain amount of respect and, and you have built that respectful relationship you know over the, cross, the course of a, um, a pre-season perhaps or, or certainly within a season like come round one everyone wants to play but you know and not everyone fits in so those, those respectful relationships respectful conversations that are honest um, and you know, building, building the character within, um, you know, continuing within ourselves, but also within the team. Like, um, you know, they know, they know when you're being honest. Um, they know when you're being respectful. And it's and it is a two-way street. Um, so, in terms of really difficult ones, mate, I, I can honestly say, um, sometimes you think you you're walking in there to one that might go a little bit um pear-shaped but genuinely the i've never really had a bad one to be honest uh, it, it always seems to go well because we we do have that respect for each other
0: yeah great i guess when you do it's a learning opportunity that you, you take yeah you're and improve for the next one
1: yeah look it, it totally is um and and i you know, terms of teams and that sort of stuff, we've never really had any like that, as I said. But um, you know, outside of outside of that environment, where um, you know, there certainly is like just people that you come across that um, you know don't necessarily you know sort of operate on the same um, wavelength, and and for whatever reason might have their own agenda, or, or like I said, right back at the start, just. Um, you know honesty is not high um on their radar mm. um so yeah those those i guess those conversations again not had had a lot of um had a few i've i've had some had some people um you know try and have have me uh kicked out of a of a team that i was coaching um i didn 't know that at the time um uh, but then we went on and and won a comp the next year so I guess people's agendas and and pe- what people actually think, um, you know, don't align with yourself, and and can be difficult. But um, at the end of the day, I think you just have to realise they are what they are, um, and and not everyone's going to align, you know, on the same on the same pathway or the same values that you have. So um, again, that's not a it's not um, you know total disownment or or anything like that. It's mm. just it's difference. Um, life yeah that that's exactly right
0: uh let's finish on your journey i'm really interested and i'm sure our audience is really interested to un- uh, learn a little bit more about you and uh, your pathway through rugby league and getting here and the head yeah. coach role of the cutters and um, and the connection to your school teaching too
1: yeah so i guess i'll start with the schools teaching because that sort of came first um i I had really no idea what I wanted I wanted to do. Um sort of went off to university. Um uh, I was always sort of meant to go back on the um family property. Um and dad was pretty disappointed when he when he actually um, found out that I was actually smart enough to go to university. Um, what was I mean,
0: the property? What, uh,
1: yeah, just cattle and and, loose and hay mate. Um Yeah, we we worked really hard um on on that property it wasn't a big one um sort of down in the southeast corner uh, little country town uh, that we grew up in um but yeah we and I guess it like now you know shapes who you are uh, the work ethic that that I have now like nothing you know nothing seems too big for me I guess um you know off the back of the way my you know, parents brought me up and the values they tried to instill on us. But, um, yeah, we, we worked extremely hard. Footy was the only sport I, I really got to play. Um, I did a few other things, but in terms of a season, like, footy was it. Uh, all my mates would go play cricket. I didn't play cricket. I worked um, on the family property. So uh, that was probably the the destination that my my dad in particular had for me. My mum wanted me to go uh, and, and get an education. Um So I guess she got her wish um, and and off I went to uni. And with no real plan of becoming a teacher, um, a couple of my siblings were. um, I started doing a a human movements degree uh, because I thought it was, you know, it allowed me to do some sport. Uh, But I was very, very wrong. It was basically a straight science degree, which was not my thing at all. Um, So I got through that. Um, took a little bit longer than I thought. Um, with um, help of uh, a couple of close mates, um, we sort of failed the first few subjects uh, when we went to uni. I'd gone straight from boarding school to uni, and the freedom um, that that sort of you had going to uni from from boarding school, which was, you know, pretty much get up now, go to sleep now, you can eat now, um, you can do this, you can't do that. Um, to freedom freedom um yeah in that first six months of uni we we certainly um took that freedom probably um too far and realized hang on a second this this isn't like school here we can't just you know turn up and and study and cram for for a couple of weeks and expect to pass everything it's it's a little bit more than that so that was a bit of self-realization and from that point you know we we learnt to knuckle down and, and do what we needed to do still had some fun and that sort of stuff which is what uni's about but you know got through that um and and teaching sort of just came up at the end you had to take a pathway at the time um education or exercise physiology i think it was um and there weren't a lot of jobs in that so we just went all right well let's let's go teaching so you know me and my mates decided to do that um, think I'd stayed in brisbane a, a while because that's where I did university uh, went overseas and um you know did a bit of travel and that sort of stuff and then uh landed a job um up in Townsville um at Ignatius park up there and that was meant to be a twelve month contract um but I got there and was enjoying it so much and and my boss at the time uh Michael connie's name was was such a good boss um you know he just I guess he helped shape a lot of um who I was. I sort of got there in my mid to late 20s and um you know him and another few influential staff there that were a bit older uh, became quite good friends with and and just sort of sort of shaped you know who I was and what was important you know for you know mentors um, of mine at the time. Um so I ended up staying there for 13 years. Um, which was a lot longer than I sort of um, expected to be up there. Um, so, yeah, got married, had kids. Um, that whole time, though, you know, just your love of rugby league um, as a younger person and, and coming through and, and just, yeah, just loving the game that much, um, I kept uh, my hand in it. Uh, and then I'd sort of had my last season. I played for Townsville Brothers up there. Um and previous to that was playing in Brisbane and that sort of stuff. So I've always sort of been playing. And um there was you know, again, just influential people that you come across um in your life. I had a coach by the name of John Dixon and he sort of helped me realise that, that coaching actually mattered. Um because previous to that I'd as I said I'd grown up in a country town where it was someone's brother or someone's father They just volunteered, uh, and and what you see a lot of now is just, you know, people, you know, offering to volunteer, not because, um, you know, they might not have a hell of a lot of expertise, but just because they can and they want to and they want to help. So that's what I'd grown up knowing, and and for the first time, being coached by a coach that, um, you know, opened your eyes I guess to a, a whole different world that's where um I sort of thought you know I'd I'd like to to delve into that myself um so just sort of bubbled along there and and coached um in schoolboy teams and then um I guess with anything you have when you have a bit of success you you kind of get a bit of confidence and a bit of belief in in what you can do um and then took that to Oh, gee! Straight well, I was still coaching at Ignatius Park at the time, and and doing confraternity carnivals and that sort of stuff, which we're having here next year. So that was that was a really enjoyable period um, of my coaching, and then um, got asked to be an assistant coach at the Cowboys NYC at the time. That was back in 2009 with Christian Wolf, um, who who I'd just become mates with when I'd. Um, moved to Townsville and, and Wolfie and I sort of um, we always found that we were uh, you know aligned again with our values and our, our work ethic and um, you know our coaching so um, we had a, a really successful period there from 2009 I th- you know I think the the team we inherited came last the previous year in, in 2008 which was the, the inaug- first year yeah the inaugural year of that that concept that competition in my 20s eight. yeah um, and 2009 I think we just missed out on the finals um, I think we were relying on points and that sort of stuff but uh, 2010 I think we finished in top four um, and um, we lost lost to the to the I think it was the Roosters maybe down in Canberra um that year and then the following year we went through and and made the grand final um with um you know some pretty big names at the t- you know now at the time like um and that were here at the cutters jace Tomalalo, um my, yeah m- um michael morgan um um kafusi who's who's you know a mainstay you know down at the storm at the moment um and just some you know again some really good young fellows there, Daniel Beasley also played some games here at the Cutters. Um, we're we're all still really good friends, um, and as footy does, you know, tends to connect people and and the bonds that you create, you know, are, you know, lifelong. Uh, from there, uh, I went into uh, coaching A grade at Brothers. Um, again, that was sort of the transition of you know, you know, being an assistant to wanting to be a head coach again. Uh, so I went back there and that, that was again a, a successful period and, and I guess it just helps you, um, you know, build a bit more confidence and, and belief in yourself as a coach and, and that was where, you know, as I said b- before, um, sort of re, um, re-evaluated and reflected on, you know, what was really important um, as a coach. Um, so that was a, a really important period for me um, and, and my development. Uh, and then after that, um, Christian actually um, uh, was down at the Broncos at the time as an assistant coach. Wayne Bennett came back and and said, uh, "Look, sorry mate, I've, I've heard good things about you, but I don't have room for you." So, Wolfie ended up coming back to the Blackhawks in 2015 as our inaugural coach, and. Uh, we coached there together again until uh I think it was twenty twenty nineteen. So, uh was that five? I think it was a five year period or something, or four or five years, um uh, we had back there together uh, before um I stepped into again was you know, had enough as an assistant. Um um, you know, and just wanted to, to get back as a head coach again. So took on the twenties at the time, um back at Back at the Blackhawks um, in twenty nineteen, uh, we had some really, some really good um, players. A part of that group, that was probably the the one time I thought that we, you know, certainly had the um, the players um, to go on and and win that competition. Um, but probably as young fellas, just didn't realise what what they needed to do. Um, you know, right in those important games, in those knockout games. Um that that sort of um
0: it was the difference.
1: Yeah, it was the difference and it came out of a season where we'd we'd sort of gone through and, and were minor premiers and um I think we'd lost one game all year. Team um, to beat. Yeah, team to beat. So I had a bit of a target on our back. Um and now looking at it, I'm, I'm you know happy to say that it was actually the Cutters that um, that did knock us out. Um, and we we'd been um, you know again we'd we'd lost one game, so we'd we'd beaten the Cutters twice in that year. But when it when it mattered, um, and we we actually had the home game, and the Cutters had come up, um, and we we'd prepped really well, um, we knew what was coming at us, um, but on the day. Um, we couldn't come up with the goods, and uh, I'm hoping that you know I'm hoping he gets an opportunity um, to chase his dream um, in the NRL. But it was a young Raiden Burns um, that actually um, tore us to shreds that day. Um, we we sort of knew what was coming, but we couldn't stop him. He he just tore us apart. So hoping he's um, here at the Cutters again for us next year. But if he's not, then you know he's off realizing his dream. So that'd be great as well. Um, yeah and then then obviously this year with uh with uh probably uh I, I know the the players that i had this year would be happy to say that certainly not the most talented bunch of blokes um, and
0: roll up their sleeves type of
1: thing. yeah roll up their sleeves probably you know didn't have the potential um that we sort of had in 2019 obviously 2020 was a write-off but not the potential pound for pound but what we did have was a, um like a tremendous sense of you know team and working for each other and and yeah having that that care about each other as as individuals um, the care about us as a team and and you know right from the for the first you know week of preseason, season you know you started instilling all that sort of stuff the the character of of individuals, the character of the team, what we wanted to stand for as a team. Um, And then just, you know, continually working that from round one all the way through. Um, And we knew that, you know, we might not have been, you know, uh, minor premiers or or anything like that at the end of the season, but we knew that if we kept building and developing and, um, you know, evolving our game, um, that we'd be thereabouts.
0: Title of the book.
1: Yeah, basically, basically, and that, and that's where it sort of all stemmed from, mate. Like, if you, if you're getting all that, all that other stuff, and that's not, not to say that that's easy. Um, it's certainly not, and and it does, it does take a certain amount of moulding and, um, you know, guiding, um, as a as a coach, as a, um, as a coaching staff, as a club, um, but, yeah, if you get that right. You can, you're capable of of great things. And um, whilst it was really disappointing to to lose the the final this year in in double extra time, one point. Yeah, one point. Um, and which was, I, I sort of look at it. Lots of people have sort of asked me, "Oh, jeez, you must be gutted." And 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 I am. I genuinely am. But I'm so proud um, of what we were able to achieve again with not a, a an overly um, you know team full of superstars, but probably one of the most enjoyable years and the and the best team cultures that that i've ever been a part of um and it and if we'd actually pulled it off um with the adversity that we'd gone through it would have been it would have been one of the um certainly the greatest wins that i've i've ever been a part of um one of the all-time greats that that you would never have forgot
0: all right so the cutters 2022 uh, we're very excited to have you here so little bit of insight um uh, for everyone of what we're wanting to achieve as a club
1: yeah look i um i know we've we've spoken about this before mate um and I'm, I'm looking sort of up here um at our our first premiership as a club in 2013 and that was the last time we'd actually been to finals um, and played finals footy so um you know if you if you want to put up a, a pin up a goal or, or something that that we're all sort of working towards, um, you know that would be the first thing is playing finals footy again. Because uh, if playing finals footy and you're getting yourself in the frame um, at that point of the season, then you know genuinely I believe anything can happen. Um, to allow us to do that though, you know we've we've certainly got a lot of a um, lot of time. Um, a lot of energy uh, to put into the place, um, you know, to get that right and allow us to be able to do that. Um, but from, you know, not, not just because um, you're the guy that gave me the job, mate, um, along with um, Kim and the board members, but like I, I do really genuinely believe this. And when people have asked me about this, you know, how is it? What's it like down there? Um, I, I genuinely believe that we are certainly moving in the right direction. Um, and that we do have you know people here and, and not not taking away from anything people have done in the past, but um, you know people here that um, you know understand that you know character does matter um, and getting the right people in um, with the right set of values and and us just you know working together as a group um, for a common goal um, with um, you know, a hell of a lot of sense of pride in what we're doing. Um, a hell of a sense of uh, amount of willpower in what we're doing and, and understanding that it's not all going to be easy and there will be ups and downs and, and rocky parts along the way. Uh, but but sticking to that and, and making sure we hold hold the course um, across the, you know, pre-season season season um into next year and, and the journey that it's gonna take us on. Um and you know, I'm 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 certainly, you know, really looking forward to it. Um you know, I've always said that uh, across the years and that like I, I have I've I think I've said this to you before, like I've got a lot of no's. Um you know, or you know, you were close, uh you got down to the final two, but we went with the other guy. Uh, like I've always sort of said that when I get my opportunity, um, that I'm going to be ready and that I'm going to take it. So that's the plan, um, moving forward into 2022.
0: Yeah. Great. Well, we're looking forward to riding this journey with you, Dave, or should I call you disco? So that's probably what we're going to finish on is how did you get the name disco?
1: Um, look, it was quite some time ago, I guess, uh, a, a bloke, uh, one of those mentors actually, um, that I used to work with. Uh, Brendan Logan's his name. Uh, he he's, was our welfare officer um, up at the Blackhawks and works a little bit at the Cowboys. He actually came up with it.
0: Great fellow, Brendan.
1: Yes, he's a great fellow. I know you know him well. Um, yeah, he, he came up with it. Um, I think it was when I first moved up there, actually. Um, um, yeah, and I think, I think he just, everyone had a nickname. Yeah. And it, it sort of went well with Dave, um, and as nicknames do, it it, stuck. it just stuck. So. so it wasn't a
0: dance floor move?
1: Uh, Can we
0: confirm this or deny?
1: Well, you know, we, we sort of all think we're a little bit better than we are, I guess, once um, uh, we have a few <laughs> a few beers, but uh, I, th- I think it was certainly just something that did, did stick. Um,
0: probably at a mad cow then, I'm guessing.
1: Uh, I think it probably was there <laughs> at some stage, but... Uh, yeah right now you'd probably people can't see it now that's for sure like it seems like a long time ago, but as as I said, nicknames do stick so um you know what are you going to do? just embrace it <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, that's great. um thanks for the chat David It's been really insightful um, and yeah we're looking forward to what you're going to bring to the club. so thanks for coming on
1: mate thank you very much happy to happy to um get on board and go to the cutters. <laughs>
0: Change the Game. Proudly brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters.